Hey foodies, sometimes you need to just have a conversation with your good girlfriend. And on this episode, I am speaking to my good girlfriend, Susan Reed, voiceover producer at Tyler Perry Studios. Susan and I will be talking about self-care, dieting, mature dating, industry dating, and more. You don't want to miss this episode of There's Food in the House. If it's lit, then I'm signing up. I just knock them down, Adrian can line them up. If you search for real talk, then you're finding us. Thanks for reminding us. Ain't no wild shining us different. I know you're feeling something missing. Them shows only talk, they don't listen. You need something warm, like a hot meal from the south. Like a summer rain in a drought. Some real talk that can make a nigga proud. Thoughts out loud, we ain't doing it for the clout. That food for the soul, gotta take a different route. You don't need nothing fast, we got food at the house. I'm just saying though, we got food at the house. Hey everybody, it is Adrian, your PR diva. I am coming to you live again from the food in the house. You know, this is the podcast where you don't have to ask anybody for anything or go looking for anything else because we have food in the house. And today in the house, we have my girl, Susan Reed, who is a voiceover artist, producer, make it happen. She's the lady. Welcome, Susan, to There's Food in the House. Well, thank you, Miss Adrian, for having me. Is there food really in the house, though? There is always food in the house. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the house will fall down if there is no food. <laughs> Look, I shopped yesterday. Let's start tripping. I understand. See? See? And so... How are you? I am doing well, thank you. We are doing the best that we can in the times that we're living in. How about you? Same, the same, the same. Just trying to get back to some sense of normalcy. Even though, you know, the state of Georgia has has basically said that we are open for business. I'm just not quite 100% comfortable in that. So, I, you know, know I, it's a, I don't understand, but <laughs> I guess my, my physical brain understands it because I, I get the reason behind it I, I mm-hmm. guess I mean so I can't even I can't even say that I don't get the why I can say I don't understand the why <laughs> absolutely I'm, I'm in that same space especially when uh so many other states are doing so many various different things and staying on lockdown until the end of this month uh some you know June 1st is yeah I think the typical of what I'm hearing it just for us to be up and moving actually two weeks ago now it was yeah. the 24th yeah that's so, so crazy. <laughs> it is. It's just so crazy. Yeah. I mean, because not everybody, like you said, you're not comfortable. And so um, I see on the other side of this, a lot of people are going to be doing things a lot differently. I know for mm-hmm. me, I, and I've been out, you know, like this whole time, not out, but going out, my son mm-hmm. working. So I've had to take him to work throughout this whole thing. And initially, I was okay. You know, I would, I would go to Walmart or Kroger or whatever, and there would be just a handful of people in there. And I was like, okay, you know, it's no big deal. It's no problem. However, like you said, two weeks ago, I think that first Sunday after it lifted, I went mm-hmm. to Walmart and girl, it was so many people in there. Isn't that crazy? I gotta go. I, I I couldn't do it. I had to go home. I was like, no, Are no. you are you compliant with your mask and your gloves? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I am. Because I'm and not doing a lot of that either. That's the it thing. Was, it's so crazy. And I was in there. And to your point, some people had on masks, some people didn't. But, exactly. Um, 
then you know they have the stickers on the floor to shop yeah and, and people were not shopping that way and you know it was just it was just I was like, oh no, mm -mm, this is too much. I felt, I told my husband, I was like, I need to come in and lights all off and, and just do the yes. whole thing. <laughs> yes. your, your, your IG posts are quite appropriate right about now. So I don't know if everybody's following you on IG, but if you're not, you should. She's quite entertaining about this social distancing, guys. So just, just putting that out there. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Stay for that. safe. Stay safe. Yes. Absolutely. So what are you doing to stay safe during this? I know uh, so many of us have had to change pretty much everything that we were mm -hmm. doing before. So what have you done differently? Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, I think for me, it, it, it's been a lot of um, reinvention, mm. uh, reflecting, uh, regrouping on all of this is just been crazy. So I um, wanted to make sure that I stayed in tune with self uh, mm -hmm. since that was the mode, basically stay home alone together. There's so many hashtags that are kind of circulating from this. Yes. But um, being alone and just like, okay, Susan, get into you, you know, mm -hmm. um, you're off offset and you know and we'll get into that and, and everything that I'm doing. But you know, you have some time to just kind of Check your mental, mm -hmm. uh, check your physical. So I've been doing some yoga. Okay. I started doing yoga. I had given up bread for Lent, which was end of February, February 26th. Okay. And just realizing how many things, you know, and everybody's makeup is different, but apparently me and gluten aren't friends like I mm. thought that we were. So- uh, Oh, you found that out now? <laughs> Some of my blow up, girl, shoot, because, you know, again, my, my set life, my work life feeds us well. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was not eating any bread, any, you know, that consisted of waffles, pancakes, French toast, biscuits, all the stuff that oh, I no. love eating. I'm like, You're oh, my God. with the food in the house, Susan. Come on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so it was crazy, girl. Um, after like the first, it was hard. Uh, after the first week, there was a slow, okay, I'm getting adjusted. Uh, I didn't give up cereal and I would eat crackers. And what I ended up doing was buying these little um, tortilla wraps as a substitute. And, uh, you know, I know the world can't see us, but even if you're looking at me now, my face is so much thinner yes. than what it was when we got together. What? Uh, it's been interesting on how you you realize you don't need certain things uh, and I've cheated a couple of times like I like raisin cinnamon toast I, I did you know kind of deflect to that when I had my craving um, but that's pretty much it oh and I got a shout out food in the house uh, slutty vegan in Atlanta oh my oh, god yeah I've ordered from them a couple of times so, you know I had to eat the bun <laughs> Girl, and I had to eat the fries. So the fries, so are not a, not their a fries whole, are really good. Man, not a whole hundred, hundred percent give up, but just realizing what, like, much of our lives has been that what we need to take out, what we need to change. So did that, started dropping some weight, then started just incorporating yoga. I've done everything from trying to teach myself guitar, acoustic guitar. <laughs> Girl, quit playing. Uh, decided to try to help out some of my industry mates with doing some things creatively with, you know, helping them re rehearse their, their lines or doing mm -hmm. self-tapes or uh, reviewing scripts and doing coverage for them if they had stuff that they had written and just, you know, because your mind stops. 
Right. You know, and it's always this, oh, stay productive and, you know, keep doing this and create something new. But this is a season where folks are like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, you hearing people telling you to inject yourselves with Lysol oh, and all this oh, kind of stuff. Sure. We're not going. We're not going. We're not going to get on that. We're not going to get on that. This is about the food in the house. But just so much craziness, Adrian. Yeah. This has been <laughs> unprecedented. Is probably the best word. That that's it. I've been out of the house three times in two months. Mm, and wow. you know, I'm like extrovert city. Right. So the first time was, was again, like you said earlier, it was comforting. The stores were light. Uh, Second time there was some gradual, okay, I see the people. Third Mm -hmm. time was yesterday, in fact, that I went out. I was like, oh, and I'm just not ready. Yeah. So it's like now we are at the point where it's just like forget it i, I feel like and and what happens when you open too soon i mean obviously we've yeah. never been here before but once people get back comfortable with how they believe things were then they relax with being, yeah. they relax with the mask they relax with the gloves they don't feel like they need to distance themselves from one another and yeah. it's going to be right back where it was two months ago well the numbers when i think when we first opened up that week um i saw a report from cnn that our numbers increased by a thousand cases in 24 hours wow the thing that disappointed me one of the things that that was one but one of the things was actually saying like one of the malls had opened up and I want to say this is the season I'm from Chicago so Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan is huge um but this is the season he I guess released a new gym shoe oh oh oh, Greenbrier they went to Greenbrier mall yes yeah I saw that I saw that Ain't nobody had no mask on. No. Well, some of them did, but the majority didn't. I saw some. It was a big majority, Adrian. (laughs) I was like, y'all, don't risk it for the shoe. Right. Before we get too far away from it, though, you said something that I wanted to make sure that I piggybacked on, and that was taking from things what you need. And that's Mm -hmm. resonated so much with me because I did that and I do that with keto because I'm not 100% there to say I'm giving up. It's a process. Yeah, but some of the recipes are really good. And so I can take from those recipes what I need, like you said, adjust it accordingly. So it's still, it may end up being a low carb meal or, you know, like real protein heavy or something like that. Mm -hmm. I still, I'm still healthy. I'm still getting from it what I need without saying, oh, I'm doing keto. Did you create something new? Girl, I've been cooking so much. So do you know the, let me tell you, one of the most simple meals that I found on one of these keto recipe books is like the bacon lettuce wrap. It's essentially, I guess a BLT without the tomato, but basically you'll take like a stem of romaine lettuce, put some mayonnaise or whatever you want, some bacon slices, and that's your meal. Really? I was like, are you? Okay, hold up. Tomatoes is a car. Tomatoes, they do. Sometimes, like, it depends on who you ask, because, you know, some people like it. I have never heard that before. Yeah, I mean, but you can do the tomato, but either way, there's no bread. So, like, if you wanted to just take the stem or the leaf of romaine, put you some mayonnaise in there, some tomatoes, some lettuce, and there's your sandwich. That's your whole meal. Okay. And see, that's the thing, too, is just learning. Like, I've been learning certain things oh that's a carb or that's not and Mm -hmm. it's certain things that I thought weren't 
are. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. And that's the same thing with smoothies because, girl, I'm such a picky eater. Like, 90% uh, of the things in smoothies I don't eat in real life. But. Like what? Oh, my gosh. My smoothies are. So the one I just had was spinach. I don't eat spinach. Mangoes. I don't eat mangoes. Strawberries. I don't eat strawberries. Okay. You know what? We're going to change it on the <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all. I wish y'all could see. She just folded her arms on me, y'all. <laughs> what? No spinach, mangoes, or strawberries? No, I do not. And even so, like, most of the things that are quick fixes are healthy, and you can just, so, like, bananas, like, I, I would love to say I like bananas, but I don't like bananas. I think, for me, it's oh texture, and so, okay. banana, you know, like, it's so slimy on the inside, um, and I, I just can't get past that, but the, listen, no, and now, y'all, she's, she's proud, <laughs> but listen, I'm drinking all of it, like, it's still good, because I put all those things in my smoothie, and of course, so, what do you put in it that you do like, though? Because, I mean, to give it, because once it's blended, the texture is a smoothie right you know and I mean? so not you don't take it is so it's so funny that the the smoothies are so good like they're so good and that my point i was going to make to you was that you don't have to add sugar to it because nope so many things like you were saying about carbs so many things like these fruits are so extra sugar heavy already yeah. as a fruit that you don't have to add it so when i first started doing my smoothies a couple years ago i would add stevia to it because for one stevia was approved as a, as a okay. sweetener um, and I felt like I needed it but all I had to do in reality was adjust the way that I was adding my vegetables the fruits yeah like kale is real hard kale is hard blueberries are hard what else is overpowering pineapples are hard and not hard not when, when I say hard not like pineapples yeah. in real life but pineapples are so strong yeah so I had to learn how to adjust how much kale to put in. And I got exactly what you're saying. In. Yeah, to make it so it was like, okay, I don't even taste the kale anymore. Or I don't taste the blueberries anymore. Exactly. This one smoothie, oh my God. Susan, that smoothie, I, <laughs> it was blueberries in it, right? And I was like, okay, well, this needs more stevia. Like, because it was just because blueberries are so overbearing. Yeah. Let me sweeten it. By the time I added stevia to it, I was like, let me just throw this away because it was just like a, a sugary blueberry mess. Because it was. Like, I yeah, 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 I can see all that. The sugar, it was horrible. Yeah, I've done this, I've been doing the smoothies too. What, what I think, because it sounds like you with the same thing, like, I never, I, I gave up sort of the white products, so I don't use white sugar or flour mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's not even in the house. I have uh cheated with my jasmine rice, though, but I'll do the I banana, rice. <laughs> the, the, the strawberries, the bananas. I'll have occasional pineapple. And what I'll do is add like a couple of teaspoons of coconut milk, soy, mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, almond milk to just kind of sweeten it a little bit. And then uh, my cheat for that to, to just give me the sweetness is to add a little bit of the um, low fat whipped cream on top, just like I'm going oh. to, you know, get a, a drink from one of our big, places yeah um so that's been good for me i haven't been able to get into blueberries so i feel you on it and i like them like in in a muffin and that's that's as far as i can do it yeah blueberries are hard and you, like i said until i started using these things and and gauging how much to use and and 
adding and subtracting, you just never know how difficult it is to take and mm-hmm. fruit and, and make it so as a mm-hmm. joke, though in other places it may not be. And then the consistency, once you blend it too, helps, you know, because I don't want to taste it after I, like yeah. if I, yeah, that's not a good look for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, has that been like, for me, I've made that kind of like my breakfast, lunch sort of supplement of meal. Yes. Uh, I may pair it with a granola bar or something like that. And then I'll eat like, I'll, and, and you know, I know we're, we're together on social media. So like, been trying to do more seafood stuff mm. uh, just to keep it light. I don't eat red meat at all. Okay. So, no, so no beef, no pork, no lamb. Occasional chicken uh, and turkey, but that's that's about it. So I've been buying like salmon and crab legs and shrimp and stuff okay. like that to kind of tuna. Girl, this was like, you know, this was an apocalypse, girl. My, my cabinet got tuna cans like, yay hot. So, I found tuna you know. during keto too, because that, that's something that's real. Like they real big on tuna. Uh, yeah. Yep, so I so got that. Um, I love the little individual packs. Like they have like the ranch one is my favorite. I've never tried those. Oh, the ranch one is so good. <laughs> What's the okay? Can we say brand names or What's the brand? I have some in my cabinet. So when we finish, it's the chicken of the sea or, t- or start. Okay, so we're gonna talk about brands after. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> folk gonna be like, man, why y'all ain't leave that in there? Why you cut that part? I out? know, but yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about Susan, the professional. So, uh, I know you mentioned you're from Chicago. So, tell us a little bit about your story and your background. Ooh, South Side, um, Chi Town, born and raised. Moved to, I was there my whole life. I moved to LA in 2017 to pursue the dream. And the dream has, it has always been. So, that's been not even crazy. that long ago, though. Like no. Nope. 2017. Yep. The dream is filmmaking. I've been, I went to school in in Chicago. I went to Columbia College, downtown Chicago, uh, majored in film and marketing. And it's funny how, you know, you sort of sway away from what you you major in in school and ended up doing a whole lot of work in academia over my time period in Chicago. Uh, And so one day I was sitting at a desk and I was like, this just ain't it no more. I had done a bunch of indie stuff. I had produced on a couple of uh, colleagues' films that are actually, um, they were shown like on TV One, BET, stuff like that. And so the itch just never left. Like, okay, you're going to have to scratch it soon. Mm -hmm. And you playing, girl, because you know, you've been out of school for a minute, boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? So let's see what this looks like on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a bunch of friends and colleagues in the industry and got a call to come out and help set up a um, uh, kind of like a startup production company and uh, did that in L.A. for about six months, which led to opportunities of me working for BET, uh, working the BET Awards for a couple of the years I was there. Also uh, landing a gig with the Food Network and working on uh, Halloween Wars, which is a, a bakery oh. show that they had during Halloween. 
Uh, so that was that cool. That sounds fun. <laughs> it was. It was, it was, it was, it was. Uh, always kind of working with the talent and kind of talent coordinating and stuff like that. And ran into a colleague, uh, actually a close personal friend. Uh, somebody used to date my youngest brother, like when oh. we were in college. Okay. And uh, she was doing really well. As we saw each other, it's like, oh, you're doing this? Yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should come out to Atlanta. I was like, no, nah, Atlanta ain't got nothing for me. Atlanta, Adrian, was never on my radar. My dream was LA, 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 LA. How can I be down? It never rains in Southern. Yeah. So, so, um, saw her the first year I was there. Uh, again, worked the NAACP Awards, which is amazing. And um, didn't think about it. Threw it out of my mind. Ran into her again the, the next year at BET Awards. I was like, okay, now why I keep running into you? I don't even see how that itch be following you. years. <laughs> It's just me. Right. straight. Like I had not my college. And she, you know, thank God for Melanin, because she was like, I know you again. Mm -hmm. I ain't seen you since umpteenth, 1970. But anyway, I was like, yeah. So that second time I ran into her, she, she proposed it again. You should come out to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. At that point, I'm like, she keeps talking about Atlanta. Let me, let me kind of investigate what's happening in Atlanta. You know, and then you start hearing about it being Black Hollywood, and you start yes. doing your research that all the stuff is filming here, and stuff that you were watching. You know, you realize that, like, later you watch the shows and you see this big old peach pop up at the end of the screen with Georgia. Like, oh, that shoots there, too, right? Mm -hmm. Got to the third year, and I ran into her. She was like, you know what? I don't even want you to work the show. I want you to be a guest at the award show. Again, this mm. was the year they honored Anita Baker. So it was major. It was like uh, everybody in my or NAACP. Okay. We finished at the end of the show. She's like, here's my information. I want you to give me a call so we can really talk. She is uh, uh, one of the assistant directors over at Tyler Perry Studios. Asked for my information, resume, bio, all this other good stuff. Like, they would, they would probably dig you. You should check it out. And so I submitted everything. I got a call to come for a show September of 2018. Now, remember, I just really got to LA. <laughs> so yeah, the call was like, you know, should probably come check out the show. And so I was like, all right, that's cool. At that particular time, again, I had just moved to LA. I only been there maybe a year and some months at that that point. I get a call from <laughs> the staff that says, "Yeah, we want you to start." I'm like, "Really? <laughs> All right. Like, what are y'all talking about?" They're like, "Yeah, we want you to start on Tuesday." I said, "Tuesday, Adrian." It was Saturday when he was on the phone. I was like, "What Tuesday are you talking about?" Right. <laughs> They're like, "This Tuesday coming up," which was September 11th. 2018 I would never forget it I was wow. like um okay uh, uh what 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 time what's 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 the show what are we doing you need to be here on the set at 7 a.m all right Adrian I had no money <laughs> no idea where I was gonna get the money which meant okay you gotta get a plane ticket from right. LA to Atlanta with a no return date because I had no that's like yeah we shoot probably a few weeks that's good like, all right, that's cool, that's cool. Uh, hustled my butt off from Saturday wow. night to Sunday. Got a flight Sunday night, had no place to stay in Atlanta, didn't know anybody. Wow. Remembered I had a contact here, and, and I know you know her, because we talk about her all the time. Okay. And we had worked, uh, I had helped her work a film festival in LA. 
I was like, oh, that's right. Yes, young lady. So I call her. She just happens to say, yeah, you could crash with me. I'm like, what? So when you get into this season of the look at God moments. Amen. Because I'm going to just tell you, I'm still in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty food in the house. September 2018. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's cool. Work the show. Was there doing something? I think I was in the office with the sound department at the time, and somebody heard me talking. I was paying a bill, right? And somebody was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> you have a wonderful voice. You you should audition for some of our roles for voiceovers." And I was like, "Wait, what?" So like, y'all tripping? I'm I'm supposed to fly back to LA. You know what I'm saying? Just, right. Let me get my check. I appreciate <laughs> this opportunity. Mr. P is the man. Mm-hmm. When I'm out, right? Right. So. Uh, running around, go talk to the assistant director. I said, somebody said you all needed spots filled for voice. So she was like, yeah, you know, you should check it out. You got a pretty, pretty cool voice. You mm-hmm. might as well make that work. Casting's down the hall. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Y'all been like, man. <laughs> Walk down the hall, talk to the casting director. And it was like, hi, I'm Susan. I've been doing this on set and I wanted to see, you know, inquire about the voiceover spots. I've done a bunch of those in Chicago. She's like, oh yeah, send me a reel. Uh, well, um, I don't have a reel because I was only going to be here a couple of weeks. And she's like, okay, well, what do you have? You have a spot that you've done? I was like, okay, I'll email you something. Mm-hmm. Go back. Not a big deal. Didn't think about it. I was like, yeah, shot in the dark, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the assistant for casting comes running down the hall. Maybe a couple of days later, like, Susan, Susan, when are you going back to LA? Like, I haven't got my ticket yet. Why? What's up? Mm-hmm. You want to stay put? Just stay put. Like, all right, I don't know what that meant, but all right, right, cool. They call me back. I get a text message. Congratulations, you've been booked for the role of operator on one of Mr. Perry's shows. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, girl, it's like, okay. It just, it just, it's all happening so fast. I get the role. They're like, okay, this is what we're paying you. Again, <laughs> I'm a novice. Right. So I was like, cool, that's a nice little check right there, right? Mm-hmm. I get to post-production, Adrian. They had booked me for five episodes of this mm. show. Wow. I thought they had like one spot. So I was like, oh, so that's how they do it. So they're going to take this check. It's for all the episodes. That's cool. I can, I can, I can work with that. That's cool. <laughs> So I was like, fine. They said, we leaving for LA. I said, well, I got my ticket. Cool. Uh, got to LA. No sooner than I get there, it's a FedEx envelope. Why was it five checks in that sucker ooh, for ooh, each show? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Adrian, you ain't never seen a sister pack so fast and move to Atlanta. Girl. I was like, I'm about to be a peach, y'all. I'm about to be a peach. Show wow. gang got back here. I was like, look, yo, so what, what y'all got going on next? Because, um, pretty cool. sister here to stay. (laughs) And sure enough, got the call to come back on set for the next show. And I have been here ever since. I've done just about everything in the department that you could do. So it's a slow elevation. I ended up getting booked for um, some outside voiceover gigs. Was instructed to get an agent. So I have an agent now who's pushing for on-camera work. Now you see my face, right? You see Uh -uh, Stop. Uh -uh, stop. Uh -uh. (laughs) She got mold right here. Cut it out. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, uh, like, like, all right, agent, you believe in me. Let's make that work. Where's my agent from? 
Chicago. Nice. So it's just been one big happy family. And I don't know what I was doing if I was following you or somebody said I should follow you. And however that all worked out. And we connected mm-hmm. and met each other. And it was just a wonderful experience I had with you in January. Yes. And I was like, you know, I love supporting the sisters. No, no play against no shade right. on nobody right. else. But you know, right. Listen. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the brown skin girls got all love. I'm just saying. Yes. So I always try to be supportive and encouraging and uplifting and, you know, of myself as much as I can. And that was why I think this particular time it was like, Susan, take some time for yourself. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, and that's the thing. I think that people are so concerned and so focused on what other people are doing around them and, and what may or may not be happening for them that they aren't, like in this season and in this moment, like you said, they aren't really focusing on bettering themselves to come out better on the opposite side of this. Exactly. But, you know, just really stuck in a, oh, woe is me. And I mean, and this is a, a horrible time we're in right now. Can't take anything away from that. But you true. have the best of it. True, true. You know, and that, that can be difficult. Mm-hmm. You're like, what, what, what is the best of it? Right. right. You know, folks, I think we're finally at a million something globally mm-hmm. that have had it. The deaths, you just, you hate to see people dying from something. And we really still don't know what we're dying from. Ain't that something? Uh, that's <laughs> what kind of scares me. Because then it's like, don't have contact with a person. Well, we're created by nature mm-hmm. <laughs> to have contact with people. So I'm yeah. going, this going to be interesting. How do you make the best of that with being by yourself? You know, now, that for takes people that have families, though, you know, yeah. it's probably better. Like, it's just me. I'm by myself here. Again, I told you, I didn't have no family here, uh, a select group of friends, and then uh, my, my, my studio family. That's pretty much all I know. So I'm like, I'm alone. <laughs> Girl, you know you ain't alone. Everybody's quarantining. I don't have it, y'all. Oh. I'm in the house for 60 days. You see my face again? <laughs> Oh, I have it. But that's a good segue to my question. <laughs> As I know, we've all, for the people who've heard that Tyler Perry Studios are opening and he has, he is innovation is, is Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is so innovative. So he is, you know, the people who cast crew, they're just going to be sequestered for lack of better words, all together for the filming period. What do you think about that? That it's a whole nother reality show about to be in the works. <laughs> And I, I, you know, my mama ain't here with me, but I, I would bet my mama on it because I'm going. <laughs> now, true enough, you know, you hear different things. And so we don't have like the final, the final word, mm-hmm. but just for safety measures, because uh, typically when we're shooting, it's a crew of minimum 300 people. Oh. I don't know if that'll be everybody coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, just him sort of decreasing the crew to make sure we're we're safe and all that kind of stuff. But there's conversations of those of us that are fortunate enough to to come back and, you know, be tested before we even (laughs) enter through the gates. Right. So, yeah, there's some conversation of that right now. And uh, everybody's just trying to, you know, maintain themselves and their health and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's role is important. So it, it gets really interesting when you've been a part of something for so long and then you can't work. Uh, and that's for any of the occupations and industries right now. It's like, mm-hmm. 
you know, unemployment's on the rise. I want to say this is probably the highest it's ever been in, in my lifetime of knowing about unemployment. People are trying to figure out what's happening with rents and mortgages and, you know, kids are being kept home from school. And I, I've seen places where schools are closed throughout the year. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that goes into the fall or what, but it's just so many <laughs> different moving parts that aren't moving right, right. now. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm always prayerful that, that, that we'll all be taken care of. I know we'll overcome this. I am a big advocate in making sure that we vote and select better leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to get into the leadership at hand. I think we all have our opinions on that. But mm-hmm. this has been a very messy, confusing time. Yes. So, you know, if, if prayer ain't at the top of your list, then we want to restructure something. Prayer and having food in the house, girl. See how, yes. see how I did that? See yes. how I did that? Thank you so see much. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> All right, go. So, so, yes, we are planning uh, a return. And tentative, tentatively, I guess that's at some point in the next month or two. Okay, so I thought, girl, and you know how the media, even though we're in the industry, you know how the media does it because the media made it seem like he was opening next week. You know, (laughs) now I will say there are some folks that are there now, and so he's surveying and they're doing checks. And I think the actual final word that it could be done was that came maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, I think, that I noticed that. You know, because you still have to get the state approval and all this other stuff. And I guess people have to come in and check the facilities when you say making them livable. Mm -hmm. Because he's just been shooting in most of those spaces. Um, Oh, okay. So so would you be one of those? Like, are you comfortable with that? How do you feel about going there? I mean, like you said, they're testing and and getting approval and things of that nature. But on a personal level, I don't even know if I can ask you that. Because it's your job. Not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> you know what, for the most part, we spend, when, when we're, when we're there upwards of 12 to 14, 16, 18 hours a day, um, it is a huge family environment, even though okay. it's, as colleagues, we all work together. So for the most part, everybody, and the, the difficult thing for me is probably going to be not hugging on folks. I hug on everybody, as you probably know. Yes. I hug on everybody. Yes, and I'm yeah. trying to condition myself, to, and I, that's I'm practicing actually since I've been home. I started doing <laughs> it, and just holding my arms together, and it's so second nature for me to just reach out, and, hey. Right. So you know, one of my friends was like, "Girl, practice fist bumps. You know, yeah. practice practice to show the elbow." But I'm like, "I said what?" Yeah. yeah so. But yeah, we're, I think, you know, we're all ready to get stuff going. And uh, I've been in touch with some of our cast because this would be, um, I believe we're shooting the second season of The Oval, um, which is on BET. And then possibly the second season of Sisters, which their finale was last Wednesday, which is on BET. So yeah, it's, you know, we would have been done filming Mm -hmm. both of those and you know, they would probably be ready to roll out later this summer. I think whenever, you know, the seasons start, you typically fall. Um, so for him, he's probably probably looking at it like he's it's a setback and we're behind. So he definitely wants to get things going. 
Um, so yeah, I will, you know, I, I try to share as much as I can share, right? you know, so right. still, still things <laughs> that are confidential, of course, but you know, whenever I'm back to work, some of y'all already know. <laughs> so y'all know. So, so I know that, you know, and throughout this conversation, we've learned that typically most of the things in your life have happened by happenstance. You know, it's like you run into somebody and you, you know, you did your passion, you follow. But for my question, I want to know if this lane didn't happen, which lane did you originally want to travel down? Like when I'm a kid, uh, I want to be. <laughs> it was always an entertainer. And I, I don't know. I think part of my personality exudes that naturally. It's very organic. I, I like being silly. I like seeing people smile and laugh uh, and just having a good time. So it's probably always going to be that. I don't know to what degree. Uh, I, I've far removed myself from being a comedian. I'm naturally funny just because I am and don't have good sense but you know um it, it's just it's just always been that whether it, it was in film in front of the camera behind the camera production music whatever the case may be as long as it was entertainment that was always my desire and that's that's from grade school I think mm -hmm. through high school and college up until now so uh I had chosen the um road of being married and trying to parent stepchildren and all that and that okay. went awry about seven years ago so you know is is just me kicking it and doing what i love doing right now and sometimes that that can be challenging you know it's diff difficult since we talking uh <laughs> The dating scene, when you get a little bit more mature, it's just like, you know, and then the dating scene with a person that is in the industry can be difficult because sometimes your partner is intimidated by that or, yes. you know, not comfortable with you being on set with majority men or not comfortable with you being on set for 16 hours. You know, I'm right. the man. You supposed to have your butt home and <laughs> my food in the house. So it's just like, hmm. So I've had some interesting dating experiences, which actually, now that I think about it, could be a whole other television show. But right. uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So I just decided to kind of clean my slate and um, be focused and you know persevere in in whatever this destiny is that God has me living right now and inclusive of, of coronavirus and COVID-19. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I so. think and that's, you make a good point because, you know, people already say that dating in Atlanta is a whole beast in and of itself. Oh, I've been approached by both sides of the <laughs> Okay. Okay. It's flattering, but it's a little scary. Right. So I'm like, wait, wait, what? You, girl, ain't gonna do that. But thank you. So, yeah. Right. I've noticed. So, yeah. so it's, you know, it's, it's already difficult dating in Atlanta. But like you said, when you add the entertainment industry into it, it adds a whole other element of stuff that you have to weed through. So how have you, I know you wiped the slate clean, but were there any experiences that you took away from those before you decided to wipe them off? <laughs> Girl, they are so entertaining. <laughs> Quite entertaining. I see those eyes moving. <laughs> so entertaining. So I, I've I've been open more recently to dating uh, younger men. Okay. At, at, at least at least 
the, the 35 to 40 year old range because I'm a little bit beyond that. Okay. Um, and so while it makes me nervous when I think about it, I'm trying to not let that be a blessing that I'm blocking. Mm. Um, and I know that I have. Then I've dated on the, the other side with gentlemen that are, you know, uh, 50 to about 60. I get some of the antiquated scenarios that I, I just previously talked about. Okay. You know, you can't be out, you know, no 12, no woman of mine going to work in right. six, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all about the brothers and, and trying to be with a king. And, you know, I'm like, should I open my, my mindset beyond that? Because in college, you, you just date everybody. Right. Um, Chicago was one of those places. Um, so you should have did yeah. Love is Blind. <laughs> Somebody sent me something for a show that's going to be filming here that we're looking for mature women to do some reality dating show. And I was just like, Susan, the girl, <laughs> all no, the cast and crew from your job will be like, what? No. <laughs> so, no. So I just, you know, I say prayerful. I always believe that God is going to send me what I'm supposed to have. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, you know. <laughs> But again, you have to be so careful. Because right. like you said, Atlanta, you don't know if they're doing both sides of the coin. You know, you just, you don't know. And not to say that they have to be specifically from Atlanta, but long distance, which has been, been my situation since I've been here, uh, long distance has, has been the relationships that I've been in. So it kind of makes it a little easier for me because they're not like right there and I can still do what I need to do. And you know, but then yeah. you start to miss that attention and you start and to miss that right <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm an attention hog, girl. Right. <laughs> Rick, Rick, Rick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, you know, um, I had one friend come and check on me since the, since the virus who flew in from LA. Okay. Who's taking care of some business here in Atlanta. So yeah, him and his son have been the only two people I've had direct contact with in about two months. Oh, wow. wow. You know, and they were short, little, quick, little intimate. I'm checking on you. Do you need anything? We ate something and they broke out because, you know, I'm like, yo, I don't know where the virus is. And, you know, just I'm going to be safe. <laughs> So we can hug. You gotta take all your stuff off at the front door and wash your hands. It's just it's just way too much right now. Yeah. So I'm going, you know, because at first it was black people can't catch it. Right. So black people are the most susceptible to catching the virus right. and dying from it. Like yeah. how did we go from that in like four weeks. Yeah. So it's yeah. That's why I was like, let's just stay focused on health and, you know, cleanliness of ourselves, of our homes as much as we can. Because, yeah, I, again, don't nobody really know. Yeah, we don't. Like, it's just still so, so much that we have to learn about. And, and even though in the grand scheme of things, two months is is no time at all like we're we sitting at home and quarantining are like oh my god it's been two months but when you look at the bigger picture of the virus as a whole you're like well it's only been two months so like what exactly if you go back to january or december when they first started it's still only been about five months so like we're exactly. to something that we have no idea about exactly and and in situations like that i think the best thing to do is just exercise caution 
Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm being compliant as much as I, I can be. Uh, and while that's frustrating, I think to avoid the accidental, oops, I shouldn't have did this or I shouldn't have went there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just right. would rather be like, I'm good. Right. So yeah, I've gotten little face masks that are, you know, uh, designer to my clothing arrangements now. <sighs> you know, just a, just a variety of colors and textures. Like, you know, hey. <laughs> just got to make it happen. Right. We got to do what we got to yeah. do. Exactly. And that's why I know, you know, going back to work with us all being on set, everybody's being checked out, probably from the rooter to the tutor before mm -hmm. we even get in there. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, I'm sure behind the scenes cameras will be rolling as they often are now anyway. You know, when we're there, they'll, they'll get us behind all behind the scenes footage or stuff. Um, so this should be interesting. So what do you, as we bring this to a close, what do you expect for yourself in the next few years? Where where are you going? What, what What's next for Susan? Probably uh, some, some more opportunities in the acting capacity of this. So uh, coming definitely. from behind the camera. Yeah. <laughs> definitely that definitely that i've had a couple of auditions since being quarantined um which of you know are the self-tapes and stuff that we have to do for the directors but uh yeah I, i'm i'm pushing myself i've been practicing those myself i've been um doing a lot of reads and that's actually something i also kind of created for people again as the industry was kind of struggling that was my sort of little stimulus giveaway like i can help you know, do all that as well. So, so you've you been know, helping people self tape and I've been I've actually been helping people with script coverage and script reviews. There, I've had some colleagues helping me run lines. So, okay. it's been interesting. It's been really interesting and trying to just be a little bit more passionate about that side of it. So, because voiceover, when you're doing it. You can have a scarf on your head, right? Sweatshirt on and crack stuff coming in the corner <laughs> of your eye, and all you gotta do is hit the mic, you know. And good afternoon, this is season and You know what I'm saying? But when they say do that on screen, you like wait what? And uh -oh. it's quarantine time, so I'm a little jacked up comparatively. Right. <laughs> like yo, this ain't the time that you want to see my face, right? Yeah. So that part's interesting, but hopefully in the next few years, that'll be it. Um, still doing what I'm doing. I think that's growing, being being a part of the team for, for Tyler Perry Studios and, you know, still having my own thing that I do as well and just kind of focusing on, on the talent side of things. So structure, because right now it's, I'm, I'm unstructured. Y'all gonna be able are. to see that. When y'all hear the podcast, y'all be like, what? So... You know, we all are. It is what it is. But yes, I'm, I'm you know, hopeful to continue working and, and building my network with, you know, people like yourself and other industry professionals. So that's always good here in Atlanta. But yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Lonesome sometimes, but fun. Well, Susan, thank you so much for joining us today on There's Food in the House. Let everyone know how they can get in contact with you, follow you, and reach out if they need somebody with some line help and script help. Sure. Types of things. <laughs> okay. So I am on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Chica Chicago, the number two, LA Films. That's Chicago, the number two, LA Films on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook under Susan Reed. Susan L. Reed? I think it's Susan L. Reed. 
So you can always kind of find me there. And then, you know, I set up IG video conferences. I'm, I'm getting familiar with Zoom. So thank you for not letting me disconnect on you. Um, <laughs> so I've added that to my my apps. And yeah, I'm, you know, whatever, there's somebody out there that just kind of wants to chat about industry stuff. I'm here. I've been in the business for a while since, since college. So there's a lot of things that I have seen and, you know, I've managed some talent from Chicago and stuff like that. So yeah, it's pretty full, full spectrum here on this chick. So yeah, <laughs> be good. Chicago native. What's up? Oh my gosh, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Susan, for sharing her time with us. This has been There's Food in the House. We'll catch y'all next time. Thank you. You're welcome. So, gotta take a different route. You don't need nothing fast. We got food at the house. I'm just saying, though. We got food at the house. Yeah, we got food at the house. Yeah, we got food at the house, you don't need nothing fast Gotta take a different route, yeah We be lit, we ain't never gonna switch We lit, we ain't never gonna switch We lit, we ain't never gonna switch If it's made for the real, it's forever gonna fit We lit, we ain't never gonna switch